We're getting close now, just two capsules left here. It's the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. And as we talked about, it came to the last game of the season, whether or not Dallas was going to play Colorado or whether or not Nashville was going to play Colorado. And what was left was the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars in the wild card spot of it. So Calgary, excellent year all year, first in the Pacific, 51, 21, and 11, 111 points, a staggering plus 85 goal differential. And this is why I threw this in there, because this is the only team with a negative plus minus in the goal differential, that being the Dallas Stars, a 46, 30, and 6 record with 98 points and a minus 8. So a plus 85, taking on a minus 8. Keep that in mind. Head coach Daryl Sutter for the Calgary Flames. Head coach Rick Bonus on the other side for the Dallas Stars. It's a well-rounded beast versus the only playoff team under 20 road wins. And mid-to-heavy expectations versus a 2020 Cinderella. But I have some interesting thoughts on this series, and I want to share them with you. But first, let's go through the customaries here. Stats on centerpieces. Johnny Gaudreau, 82 games played, 40 goals, 75 assists, 115 points in our gargantuan, plus 64 for Johnny Hockey. Matthew Kachuk, 82 games played, 42 goals, 62 assists, 104 points, plus 57 for Kachuk. Always been good. Elias Lindholm, can't sleep on him, 82 games played, 42 goals, 40 assists, 82 points, plus 61 Andrew Majapani, the bread man, 82 games played, 35 goals, 20 assists, 55 points, plus 20. Joe Pa for the Stars, the ageless one, again, having a wonderful, wonderful season. 27 goals, 54 assists, 81 points. Jason Robertson, one of the rookie sensations, 74 games played, 41 goals, 38 assists, 79 points, and a plus 22. And Rope Hintz, he's finally found it with all the wonderful defense he supplies as a 2A forward. He's found that offense. 80 games played, 37 goals, 35 assists, 72 points, and a plus 28. So, stars and stats and centerpieces. When you're looking at the plus-minus differential, it's enough to make you shake your head. But again, these are completely different teams. And I want to talk about, in the back end of this, we're going to go through all this first, why just those names there were up there for Dallas and nothing else. We're going to go forward here in a minute. But on defense, Rasmus Anderson for the Flames, 82 games played, 50 points, plus 30. Noah Hannafin, 81 games played, 10 goals, 30 assists, 48 points. Oliver Shillington, 73 games played, 31 points, plus 34. Christopher Tanev, 82 games played, 35 points, plus 35. Dallas, Miro Heiskanen, 70 games played, 36 points, plus 3. Ryan Suter, 82 games played, which was big, 32 points, plus 1. Essa Lindell. 76 games played, 25 points, plus 4. John Klingberg, 74 games played, 47 points. And here's the kicker, minus 28 for Klingberg. Depth. Let's go another step further here. Tyler Toffoli, since brought over from the LA Kings, I'm going to give his stats in totality. 74 games played, 20 goals, 29 assists, 49 points. He's been excellent, even for the Flames. Mikhail Backlund, Blake Goldman, Dylan Dubé, all above 30 points. First, Tyler Sagan. And I'm putting him in the depth category, and I'm going to tell you why here momentarily. Age 30 now, 81 games played, 24 goals, 25 assists, 49 points, minus 21 for Sagan. Ben, 82 games played. He's played all the games. He's lost a little bit of a step, though. 18 goals, 28 assists, 46 points, minus 13. Denis Gurianov, 
Not as much of a strong season as before when that cup run. 73 games played, 11 goals, 20 assists, 31 points, plus 2. Alexander Radulov, remember just a few years ago, he was on the top line. Now he's sitting on the fourth line nowadays if he even plays. 71 games played, 4 goals, 18 assists, 22 points. Goaltending. This should be a wonderful goaltending matchup. Jacob Markstrom. 73 games played, or 63 games played, 37 wins, 15 losses, 9 overtime losses with a 222 and a 922 save percentage. Dan Vladar, who was decent as the backup, 23 games played, 13 6 and 2, a 275 and a 906. Jake Ottinger for Dallas, 23 years of age, 48 games played, 30 15 and 1 with a 914. And Scott Wedgwood now, 8 games played with Dallas, he was 3 1 and 3, a 304 and a 913 save percentage. And whether or not Braden Holpe is going to be good to go, I haven't heard too much about him. 24 games played, 10 10 and 1, a 278 and a 913. So who wins this series and gives some reasons for both? So with all the numbers that I've thrown out at you in favor of the Calgary Flames, I'm not going to sit here and say that they lose this series, but I, I do have an interesting take on this one. And this is going to surprise all people, and you're going to think that I'm absolutely fucked in the head in this regard. But I do want to throw this out at you. So the Calgary Flames have been... Everybody's going to talk about the Colorado Avalanche. I think they've been the best team in the NHL in the Western Conference. And I'm going to tell you why. Because between Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk, Lynn Holm, all the other numbers, Madripani, they've just been consistent all year. All year long, there isn't a single thing that this team has not done well. Daryl Sutter has been a terrific coach. The additions with Tyler Toffoli, the additions there from Nashville, try to bring some other pieces over there. Everything has worked for Calgary. And the best thing that I loved about Calgary and everything else that I saw this season from them is they did their work early. They got their game plans in. They figured out everything else that they wanted to do. They could score. They can defend. Jacob Markstrom has been absolutely splendid in between the pipes. There isn't a single thing that has gone wrong for the Calgary Flames all year. Well, now it's playoff time, and now it's expectation time. Again, I understand that the, the biggest proponent in success in everything else and all the blame and all the casting is going to go against the other team in Canada, being the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is numero uno. Nobody's going to argue that. But the Calgary Flames, are they used to... Are they used to playoff success? I know I understand back there with Lanny McDonald, things in the 80s and all that stuff. Excellent teams back then. It's been a while here for Calgary. It's been a while since you've had a team like this that has been so good on every single aspect that nothing has gone wrong. There's not a single aspect where this team isn't any good. Now you're playing against Dallas, and this is where I throw out things that get a little interesting. I'm not sitting here and saying Dallas is going to win the series, but I'm also not sitting here and telling you Dallas is going to get destroyed because I don't think they are. So this is some of the things that have to go right here for Dallas, and this is just pretty simple here. Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson and Rope Hints, we talk about the 81, 79, and 72, 72 points respectively. Rope Hints is a plus 28, which is wonderful considering Dallas Stars is a minus 8 in goal differential. Not a lot of these teams, a lot of these guys have a positive plus minus here on Dallas, but this is where it gets interesting. When you take the Stars and that first line, they account for over about 45% of their production. It's staggering. 
And everyone's going to sit here and tell you, just like I will too, the first line's going to have to continue to do things for Dallas in order to have success against the Calgary Flames. But I do want to take this a step further. You have Tyler Sagan, you have Jamie Benn, you have Dennis Gurionov, you have Radulov. Again, some of these guys between the second or third line, because Rick Bonus will move you in and out. They're going to sit here and tell you, if you're not going to give me offense, and you're not going to give me defense, and you're not going to give me certain things, I'm going to move you around to give this team more depth and figure out a way to get it done. So Sagan, now 30, 49 points. Again, he would have more if he was playing on the first line. Jamie Benn, again, I understand he's getting a little older. Jamie Benn, in this type of series, with the way that he throws the body around, the way that he's the captain, all that stuff, this is the type of series and the type of playoffs where the captain steps up and makes a big play. He's one of those guys that's keeping it geared for playoff time. Dallas can absolutely, I will say this, they can absolutely win this series. I, I really believe this. Between Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn and Gurionov, some of the other pieces that they've held on to in the end, as far as all of that, they're in the second, third line, fourth line at times. They had a wonderful run in the 2020 Cup playoffs. This team is largely unchanged with the exception of the Pavelski, Robertson, and Rope Hints now, especially with Robertson and Rope Hints now coming into their own and Robertson getting drafted and getting a big time on this team at 41 goals i mean he's on a short list in the sense of whether or not you have you know mike madonna or brett hall or some of these other guys in there uh, robertson is on a very short list of dallas stars players that have scored over 40 goals in a season why do i feel like this series could go in dallas's favor tyler sagan can step up jamie ben can step up gurianov and radulov can definitely step up and jake ottinger 23 years of age, 914 save percentage of 30-15-1. I've seen Dallas a few times covering a few of these games here on ColorCast. I know the way that they can play some defense in there. I look, I understand sometimes goal scoring might be hard to come by, and that might be the undoing in this series. But Dallas can absolutely do something because Jake Ottinger, even though he's one of the youngest goalies that we have in the league, he's absolutely capable of stealing you a game or two. I'm not going to sit here and say he can steal you the series, but I would not be surprised, and it would not shock me if the Dallas Stars won this series against the Calgary Flames. If it was the Colorado Avalanche and it was the other way around, I would say there's too much goal scoring and there's no chance. But for Dallas, they need some of their other guys that were their former number ones to step up and play like number ones. Their defense, again, I, I will say this to you, with John Klingberg, as much as he can bring to you offensively, he can be absolutely atrocious on defense. And he can have some misplays that can cost you some goals. I'm going to go ahead and say this on the record right now. John Klingberg is going to have one of those ones where he makes a mistake in the series, and there's a problem for Dallas. And if he continues to do that, and if he causes a problem there, this could absolutely go wrong for Dallas. But if Tyler Sagan, Jimmy Ben, Denis Gurionov, Alexander Radulov, if all of those guys go ahead and they play the way that they're capable of, they can definitely win this series. I, I think this could shock a lot of people, but I would say this. Between Jake Ottinger, between some of those other pieces, between Jimmy Ben, who can absolutely turn things around, playoffs, this is his type of game that this could definitely change things. This might be an upset for a lot of people if the Calgary Flames lose this series to the Dallas Stars. But I do give them a puncher's chance, and I do think that they could take this 
series to seven games. I, I will say that. I think by the time it all, it's all said and done, as I stupidly forgot to record part of the stuff here for YouTube as far as all the separation things, so we'll recap some of the other parts and when I shut this off. But for the Calgary Flames, I, I can't go ahead with all the disrespect that I just seem to probably throw to their waves from the Calgary Alberta fans. Between all the things that I've said that have gone right for Calgary Flames, between the astronomical plus 64 for Johnny Gaudreau, between Matthew Kachuk and Lenholm and everybody else that can absolutely dominate, Andrew Majapani, when I look at Calgary and I see Rasmus Anderson, who I really believe in, in Hannafin, but the back end after that between Shillington and Tanev, between four and five, three, four, five, and six, I don't know if there is a shutdown defenseman of a, a, a do-it-all superstar on defense here for Calgary. I will say this, Jacob Markstrom and the way that this forwards play between these two-way forwards and Daryl Sutter and his type of game, between the way that all of those guys play, it gives everybody else a break. That's for sure. And that's why I believe Calgary would get this to at least win this in seven games. I, I think Dallas really will give Calgary a push in this series. And this is going to be one of those ones that could be very, very close to call. And again, this could be one of those ones at the very end of it too, where it's going to be Jacob Markstrom versus Jake Ottinger. And maybe I'm talking really high on Jake Ottinger here, but I truly, truly believe that he can be one of those guys that can steal a couple games, let alone steal a series. That's what they brought him in for. God forbid something happens and they have to bring in Scott Wedgwood. He's not all that bad. Arizona was able to flip him for a pick when Dallas really needed goaltending. When they lost uh, Ben Bishop and Braden Holpe, it really made sense for them to bring in Wedgwood. And he's a solid backup. I don't think too many things have to change here for Dallas, like I'm saying. Between Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, you would imagine they're going to step up in the playoffs. And Gurionov and Radulov, they've seen these things before. Miro Heiskanen probably is the best defenseman that you have on both sides between these teams. And I'm not trying to throw shade and disrespect to the Calgary Flames with all the positive plus minus. But as I mentioned in the opening of the color cast part, there's been a lot of things that have gone right here for Calgary throughout all year. It's pretty much been smooth sailing. Dallas is one of those teams that can absolutely throw a wrench in the series. I'm not going to sit here openly and call upset. I think the Calgary Flames, they find a way to win this series. I do think it's going to go seven games. I honestly feel like this is going to be a long, long series. Puck bounce here and there, and it's one of those things again, between Sagan, Ben, Gurionov, Radulov, Heiskanen, Klingberg even. Again, even though I think he's going to make a mistake in this series and give up a critical goal, and that might be one of the ones that Dallas loses, and that might be one of those ones that end the series for good. Calgary Flames are a plus 85. Dallas is a minus 8. Again, with all of that against the Rus, everybody's going to talk about Calgary winning this in four or five games. Dallas is definitely going to give them a run for their money. This should be a great series.